and your operating system is very much going to inform your point of attraction for your lives, your life experience. You have complete control over that operating system. You do not have control over polarity. Polarity is, is going to take you through this, this up and down range of emotion, certainly. And that up and down range of emotion is, is going to express itself in different vibrational levels. So you're going to be attracting at different points of attraction. But you can absolutely change how you react to this vibrational flow. In doing so, you can change your life experience to be whatever you wish for it to be. Because you are the creator of your avatar. You are the creator of your reality. And, and, and we are here because of the summoning of humanity's readiness for this message, for this information. Anne-Marie, Taya Bootcamp graduate, now a member of our Taya Expanded program. How are things expanding for you, Anne-Marie? Things are expanding just fine. I'm just coming out of my first spin out and I feel like I've, um, I've used my tools and I feel like I've learned the process now. I've been in my first spin out. I just enjoyed it actually, which I never thought I would ever say. I never understood when people said you can enjoy being down your spiral, you can enjoy that polarity and I did. <laughs> Isn't that amazing when you get to that place where you can do that? Yeah. Yeah. So if you're new to the podcast, you, all of these little words that you hear that you don't know what the heck we're talking about, they, they will start <laughs> to fall into place and make sense. I will try to stop and give a definition uh, when I can, but a spin out is a prolonged down the spiral or lower vibrational period where things in your life begin to unravel. Mm. Uh, you have a, a prolonged period of, of anything from just things not working the way they were or some type of creation, a, a business or a career or a relationship or health or something like that starts to sort of spiral in a direction that is not your preference, uh, not what you want. You're, you're getting something that is opposite of what you want or you're being introduced to something that you just never wanted in the first place. That is a spin out and there's a reason behind it. We get into all that in the Thai practice for sure. But the, the coolest thing that I've witnessed, I've been teaching this practice now for over four years, I, I've, I've been employing it in my life for 13 years. And I've been teaching Taya to other people for over four years now. And Anne-Marie uh, went through our bootcamp program this year, and now she's moved on to our Taya expanded program. And we talk about the fact that you're not going to cure polarity. Yeah. We are in a polarized environment. The, this physical earth plane is a polarized environment. And it, that is obviously expressed in all of us in our up and down vibration, which is expressed in our emotions. This is why we feel good sometimes and we feel less than good and even bad sometimes. And this is why we're attracting things that we want at times and having good experiences and why we are at times attracting things that we don't, don't want, uh, what we might consider bad experiences. So that's, that is the why of every aspect of life is this polarity, this vibrational flow that comes through. And when we stick ourselves naturally in this downflow for a little bit of a prolonged period and we start to see things unravel, we call it a spin out. And we talk about in this practice coming to a place where you're never going to solve polarity, but you can experience it in a very different way. And, and that's the magic of the practice is because you get to where you're raising your default vibration. So you are in a higher state of being most of the time, 
more source connection, more love, more joy, more clarity, and absolutely more abundance. But then when you move through the downflow, you learn to experience it differently because you're not fearing it anymore. You're not demonizing it anymore. And you are able to actually enjoy the downflow or the spin out. So that's your crash course and what a spin out is and a little crash course on the spiral. So back to you, Anne-Marie, uh, and to kind of just describing uh, as much as you want to <laughs> uh, the, the, the thing that you experienced and how you found the joy in it. For me, going in the spin out, it was um, it wasn't pleasant. Some of the emotions that I, I felt, um, and all these things that I was manifesting from it, you know, uh, confliction situations at work, all these different things like were going on. But at least at the back of my head, this time I was like, okay, so what's this going to teach me? I was really intrigued as what's when I come out of it, I knew I was going to be in a better place. So the fear wasn't there so much. I had my tools to get me out of it. And it, I went straight back to the basics. Okay, I'm setting my clock. I'm checking in with myself. I'm journaling. I'm meditating. I'm finding little things to appreciate in, in my check-ins. And just trying to release the fear of, of it and just knowing that something good was going to come out of it. And that was the kind of the mystery of it. And knowing that is what made it more enjoyable for me. And knowing that I was going to come out with the other side a much, much better person. It's a totally different experience when you're able to view it from that higher vantage point. Absolutely. I mean, I dread to think, I did actually when I was in that situation, I was thinking, how would I be if I didn't have my tire techniques behind me? And I could just kind of see how I would have viewed it before and I would have been so stressed and down about it and victim mode. And it wasn't there. Occasionally it crept in, but I dealt with it there and then. Yeah. Um, so, it, yeah, it was joyful. It was it was just a nice learning curve. And I just feel that that was my final tick of the graduate tire graduation, because when I finished tire, I was on that old almighty joy high and then to have that first spin out get through it survive it come out feeling like a champion yeah I feel like I've now graduated <laughs> well what's cool about it is that there are these all these ideas out there in self-help books and spiritual teachings and law of attraction thought and all that stuff that we're going to somehow erase all of that down the spiral low vibration stuff and we're going to arrive at this magical place where everything in life is just perfect yeah. And that doesn't exist. That's, that's a moving target that sells lots of books. Certainly, <laughs> you know, I, I would probably uh, do well to just put out there that I'm going to teach you how to live a perfect life, free of problems and, and, and live in total abundance all the time. But mm -hmm. once you get into this practice, and once you get more knowledge of our purpose in this environment, you come to understand that it's not about perfection. It can be about ongoing improvement on any topic that you want it to be. And it can certainly be about more joy and clarity, which are far more valuable to me than material abundance at this point. Yes, you can have material abundance. Absolutely. You can have anything that you align with. I completely believe that. I have lived that and continue to live that. However, joy and clarity 
when you place joy and clarity as your, your top priorities, the abundance becomes a, a, an appreciated byproduct of that. You are not looking for a material thing or an experience to bring you joy anymore because you know how to manufacture it on your own. And there are a lot of people that don't understand that. People will hear that and say, well, I don't want joy. I want a Lamborghini. <laughs> I, want a mansion. <laughs> I know if I have those things, I'm going to be so happy. But people that have those things aren't always happy. In fact, sometimes they're downright miserable because they believe they're, they're placing so much pressure on the having of those things. They're doing a lot of things that separate them from joy and able to have them in order to have them. So this isn't about limiting what you experience in life or anything like that, but it is about operating with vibrational flow, meaning if you're flowing through a downward period, see what it's going to offer you. See what the gifts are and the clarity. And the thing that I like about going down the spiral is that you then get to see what's still lurking down there in that lower vibrational field. What's waiting for you? What transgressor energy? What unwanted person, circumstance, or event is still informing that period for you? And you get to clear that stuff in this practice. And it does, it, gosh, life just gets so much better when you're not fearing going down and you go down and you see the value and you enjoy it. And then your joy and appreciation of it takes you right back up. Absolutely. And that's what attracted me to the whole practice in the first place was the fact that it wasn't, uh, we're going to make your life amazing. Well, you did, but it's, we're not going to make it perfect, but you did in a way it's perfectly <laughs> imperfect. Um, but it was understanding that, you know, life is life and we're here to go up and we're here to go down and it's navigating your way through that and that's the, the gift of tire is that it gives you the vision to do that absolutely and and we just had a summit this past saturday and the theme of the summit was stepping out of 3d and all of this stuff is about stepping out of 3D. And I know that when you hear that, it, it, it means lots of different things to different people. And the idea of, of stepping out of 3D, sometimes it's framed uh, as we're going, to, we're going to give birth to this new planet that's going to be utopia. And we're going to move to this more perfect place. I don't believe that for a second. Because I believe that perfection is in the environment that we're in now because all of the unwanted things exist to inspire us toward new creation. And if we were living in a state of perfection, there would be no new creation and therefore there would be no purpose. So we always have purpose and that purpose is improvement, evolution, creating a better version of becoming more sophisticated, more intelligent versions of us. And when you start viewing humanity, earth that way, then life really starts to get interesting because you are then actually stepping out of 3D, but really the definition of stepping out of 3D is moving out of polarity. And you don't move out of polarity completely, but what you do is you learn to experience this up and down vibrational flow that we're talking about polarity. You're learning to experience it differently and not be battered around by it so much, not be so uh, beat up by it when you are in a lower vibrational state of being because you think that you're stuck down there and that you're not, there's no way out and it's hopeless. And that's never the case, regardless of what's going on or where you are in your life. The more you appreciate what you have already created, even if it looks like a pile of crap, <laughs> the more you appreciate it, the more you're going to move out of that. 
yeah and it's it's trusting that you are where you are meant to be isn't it it's you know you are here to have an experience I personally think if I had everything I wanted and lived on that wonderful island it would get quite boring very quickly yeah and I actually enjoy the challenge every single thing that you want you're just going to create a a need for something else and we Mm. do see people that create a need for more and more and more and there's never enough and in that always chasing that next thing they're creating their own contrast and their own experience there's nothing wrong with any of that that's just what's going on there's no finish line of perfection that any of us are racing toward and once we stop needing that perfection then life gets really perfect. Like you said, it does make life perfect because you're able to love you as you are and appreciate whatever you have manifested, whatever you are living. And that actually frees up the energy to bring a lot more of the things that you want. And I don't want for a moment to say that there's any limitation of what we can experience. I I think there's so much more than we can, that we could experience as human beings as a collective and individually. And it can be things, it can be creations, it can be art, it can be experiences, it can be travel, it can be interactions with other people with whom we resonate. It can be anything and everything. You know, I was I was channeling, um, I, I do this thing where I meditate and then I get into my uh, notes on my phone and I start channeling these messages. And usually they end up being our Instagram posts. In fact, if you read the Instagram posts, have gotten a lot longer now. You have to flip through and kind of read all of the thoughts to get the complete thought because they're just too much for one post. But in doing that, I get so much clarity just pours in that state of, of typing that stuff out uh, for our media team to post that stuff into Instagram. And this morning, my post turned into a, uh, what I thought was going to be an email. And then I realized this is an email. This is an article we need to get this posted and it was uh the title of because halloween is coming up if you're listening to this in real time it probably is past halloween actually because we're a few weeks out and um it the title of it was uh who knew that satan was the good guy after all (laughs) and obviously that was created just to draw attention but the whole idea of good and evil and darkness and, and demonic activity and evil forces coming into play in your life and all that stuff I went really deep into that, and this was all uh, channel information from the stream, that I've always known that the idea of Satan or demonic energy or dark energy was a human creation. Uh, I remember in church as a child thinking, that's not even true. (laughs) So I always had the stream (laughs) flowing, and I questioned everything as a child, Uh, and I think a lot of children do, but they just learn to operate more in 3D as they move along than I ever did. So... That, that idea of there's some evil force that's making you do something is so not true. The, the, the evil of the world, the things that we label as evil, that's just a disconnection from source. That is, that is born of ego, and it's all rooted in fear and judgment, all of it. Mm-hmm. And the, the crux of the article is that um, the, the, the construct of, of a demonic presence uh, was created really in religion to control and scare people. And a lot of people use it as a scapegoat sometimes for their bad behavior. But their bad behavior is their own behavior from being down in lower vibrational energy and taking some sort of action from that disconnection from source. It's not something that's being piped into anyone. 
No, but it's something that is happening all the time. It's happening in our media. The media are using fear. There's a lot of good stories out there, but we're not hearing those. We're, we're hearing a lot about the fear. And like you say, evil isn't necessarily evil. A lot of people will say there's a lot of people who are evil out there. Well, actually, maybe they were doing what they thought was right. It was coming from them from a good place. It's just we're all judging and perceiving it as evil. Um, would you agree? Yeah. No, I, lo I love that because everything is... Is, is, is when you get into the judgment of behavior and what, what we tend to do in this polarized world is when we decide that someone is, is evil, we just label them with a label, whatever it is. And, that's, and, and all of a sudden that's all they are. They're, they're, they're not a complex being and we're all complex beings. There aren't different aspects. We are taking that one down the spiral thing, that action, maybe that video that we saw of them, and we decide yeah. that that's the totality of who that person is. And we, we live in a world where you, everything is recorded now, and you very often see people at their worst, or you hear the very worst about them, and then you label them as that's just what they are. That's all that they are. And that's never true about anyone. And no one ever started out like that. This whole idea of uh, you know a, a, a spawn of Satan child being born and they're just born evil, it's always the environment and it's always yeah. their reaction to their environment that creates the the conditions for them to allow themselves to do things such as that. And that's all going to be rooted in in very egocentric fear, which if when you put preference with if you add fear to preference, which we're all beings of preference, then that becomes judgment. And, and yeah. think of how much judgment we have of that is wrong and that should not be. But source doesn't see it that way. Source sees it without judgment. And through those that loving view of source, there's nothing bad or evil going on in the world at all. Certainly there's things going on that are not our preference. Certainly yeah. we would love to see, you know, all of the things that harm people just completely go away. But when we really go down our spiral, when we think about those things, we're really just viewing that being as the human expression and not the eternal expression that can't be damaged in this environment. In fact, anything that's experienced in this environment exists to inspire us to new creation, to growth. Mm. I had an experience recently where um, it, my ego kicked in and I behaved in a way that I wasn't very proud of and ended up in a little bit of an argument with somebody and just from my tire tools from my tire um training I sat with it and it was so uncomfortable and it just showed me that I don't want to live in that judgment I don't want to live in that attacking kind of way it was such a gift to not have that what's the word to just be aware, that awareness of how I was and, you know. Yeah, clarity. I, clarity is my yeah. favorite manifestation of all. My favorite emotion, manifestation, whatever you want to call it, is clarity. I love just being like, wow, that's why I was acting that way when I was down there. That makes total sense. It's in, And that there's so much growth offered in clarity. Mm. So a little trick that we do in Taya, and, and, and if we're thinking about up and down vibrational flow, and this is true in our individual life experiences, and it's true for the, any collective of humanity, any group. 
when we go down in vibration and we experience an obstacle of some sort, some unwanted thing, eventually the polarity that dragged us down there, that, 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 that energetic pull that just takes us down sometimes for no reason, that will also pull us back out eventually. And of course, if we really focus on the negative aspects of it, we, we stay down there longer than we have to, and that creates the spin out. But when we don't do that, polarity will pull us right back up into higher vibration. And when we're in higher vibrational territory, then we have access to, to our source, source, the source. It's all part of us. It's there all the time, but we separate ourselves from it when we are down in lower vibration because we're down there in our ego and we're down there in fear and judgment, and all that stuff. So when polarity pulls us back up, what humanity teaches us to do is to fear thinking back at the, at the low vibration time. We don't think about that. Just forget about it. That's over with now. Let's just look forward. Let's stay up here where it feels better. Don't even go there. Don't even go there. How, how many times have we been told that, right? Yeah. But in Taya, we're not judging that low vibration period anymore. And when we go back up, the first thing we want to do is go back there from this higher vibrational vantage point with these source connected tools, what caused the spin out in the first place? What revealed itself while I was there? And is there something that I need to look at? Is there something that I need to detune? And you detune by finding authentic appreciation for something, anything. And when you do that, it's no longer a transgressor for you. So it's not something that's going to take you down again in the future or be present when polarity takes you down. And it's a magical, magical way of being, but I don't, it's not out there yet. We're, you know, that's the whole purpose of this podcast is to reach more people and to get that message out there that there's nothing to fear. You are creating your reality and you are creating from different vibrational vantage points because of polarity. That's how we experience unwanted things, even in childhood. That's how a child is attracting something that they're not even aware of that can be a painful experience. But from the soul perspective, that was the plan all along because there is value in that. But we tend to want to shield children from all pain. And a lot of times we are holding them away from the gifts that are offered in their experience by trying to uh, shield them so much or over coddle them or helicopter them or, or whatever it is. And I'm not uh, trying to tell anybody how to raise their children, but that idea of keeping a child completely innocent without any contrast doesn't work. It, it simply doesn't work. It, it, everyone is going to experience their pain. And the sooner you learn to experience pain and move through it and deal with it, the more of a high functioning adult you're, you're going to become. And these tools, somebody asked me the other day if we were going to do children's books. Absolutely. After we release the Taya Practice book in 2022, I, I do want to look into some children's books. I know you have some interest around that too. Yeah, absolutely. Taya very early on because yeah. the, the operating system that humanity has in place is, is falling apart. It's mm -hmm. not working very well. <laughs> and this is, a, this is an improved operating system. And it's one that's rooted in universal law without rules or worship or, or any of that stuff. So it, it's something that when people learn it, it's, it's highly transformative. So I know you've got some questions for the stream. So why don't we take a break and come back? We'll bring the stream in. We'll let you chat with them. And then at the end, we'll uh, sort of unpack whatever uh, unfolds with them. We'll be right back yeah. with Anne-Marie in the stream. We are here. 
stream. Welcome, it's lovely to talk with you today. Um, I've just been having a bit of a chat with David and we've been discussing 3D to 5D. And I just wondered if you could just give us your opinion sort of from like 3G, 3D to 5D. The 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 concept of, of, of 3D is, is is what you consider your your tangible physical environment. How, however, you you are well aware that there is more than that. You 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 are well aware that you are part of an energetic realm. You are all well aware of, of a flow of energy that you all feel. You you when you interact with other beings you feel their vibe when you, when you are out in, in, in having different experiences, your emotions are expressed differently. You have preferences. There are, there are things in your environment that you appreciate and enjoy very much. There are things that you take for granted and there are things that you absolutely do not appreciate. And, and all of that, all of those things are aspects of your energetic way of being. And it's important to understand that the, the, the energetic realm is not an out there or up there thing. You, you are in it and, and you are expressing as a strand of consciousness, a physical expression. And that physical expression is, is, is very much a specific experience that you chose to experience. And, and that experience for you is being expressed in what you perceive as linear time, in, in what you perceive as a physical environment, but what's going on with humanity at, at your time, and when we speak of time, we were actually speaking your level of sophistication, humanity's level of sophistication specifically. You, you are out on the leading edge of chasing the technology that created that which you are, that, that consciousness technology. You, you, you are technology, your, your earth environment is technology. We understand that most of you perhaps get confused when you hear that and, and, and you, you are wondering if, if we are here telling you that you're all robots. Essentially you are because there, there is a consciousness creator behind all of this, that which we are. We are the consciousness creator of all that is. And you all have access to this. You all have access to your own version of this knowing. It's innate. It's in you. And in your version of this knowing, you understand that you are in an energetic realm. And, and that's why it is expressed to you in so many various ways that hold so much power, such as religion or science fiction or science itself. All of those things hold intrigue for you because innately you know that there is truth in them, although they are all expressions of humanity that have been taken and, and twisted very often into different things. Because you're in a polarized environment, you're, you are going to have polarity on every single topic. So there's going to be truthful, universal, expansive elements of any creation, of any thought, of any practice, of, of anything. And then there is going to be something less than that. There's going to be the, the humanized egocentric version of it. That is 3D, where you are focusing on just what you are perceiving that is tangible. 
but inevitably you cannot operate solely in what you may call 3D because you were all moody. You, yeah. you, you were all vibrational and, and that is not a tangible thing. You cannot touch or feel your, your mood, your emotions. You cannot, you cannot touch or, 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 or the, 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 there's no tangible aspect of love. It is an emotion. And all of those things you are all experiencing. Therefore, you all know on different levels that you are of the energetic realm. So when you move beyond 3D, we are speaking of thinking beyond 3D, of, of, of considering the fact that you are of an energetic realm and you are an expression of consciousness in what you consider physical. And, and, and you're considering it physical and, and your singular focus on your physical environment is not wrong and is not a bad thing. In, in fact, you very much came with the intention to operate your strand of consciousness in a physical vehicle, your human body, to experience the earth environment and to have that physical vehicle operate with a level of consciousness that is focused in the earth environment, meaning that you are not omnipresent and omniscient. You, you are not aware of what's beyond your earth environment. You have ideas of what it may be. You have beliefs. Your, your science is certainly being beginning to uncover some things for you. And your technology is, is beginning to sort of, for lack of a better term, chase the tail of the technology that created you. So when you speak in terms of 3D, or you speak in terms of virtual reality, are the metaverse or any of these things, they are all really different versions of the same thing. Your, your 3D reality is its own universe. But understand that, that the building blocks of physical creation in your world and in, in your science is just beginning to really understand this. Each one of those building blocks is a world unto itself. And your world creates the building blocks of other worlds. As human beings, you, you tend to think of everything as being human adjacent or human-like or other planets where there are other beings with, with two arms, two legs, two eyes, and a head that, that are sort of human-like. Your science fiction has exploited that idea. But you are singularly focused in the Earth environment. The, the other realms and the other layers of other realms you are simultaneously in that, but you are perceiving the earth environment and it feels very real and very tangible to you. The value in these teachings is to stimulate your imagination somewhat, but to also bring you to the realization that you create a code for your life the same way your computer programmers create a code for, for a system. And certainly the same way that in this, this, this concept of a metaverse where it's a virtual reality or an augmented reality where you've got human created beings, avatars, if you will, behaving in certain ways, notice how they are generally seeking rewards, things that they prefer while moving through obstacles. That is a reflection of your own humanity. That's exactly why you come to physical in the first place to seek out the pots of gold, the rewards while moving through your obstacles. 
And it's absolutely true that, that, that when you use up all of your tokens and, and you return to your completed state, i.e. Your, your avatar is killed, you can re-manifest and come back and do it all over again. All of that is a reflection of your human creation. So when you start thinking of yourselves as robotic, we are not speaking in terms of some science fiction fantasy. We are speaking in terms of you are the creator of your avatar. Your consciousness created that which you are. Your strand of consciousness chose a point of entry to your environment. And, And that technology is through the law of attraction. The law of attraction is the basis of all creation. Every next thought, every next moment, every next thing that you experience as a being universally, but in this case, as a human being, and your environment is the same way, everything in your environment operates this way, is via attraction. You you are putting something out and you're attracting its equal back to you in in the shape of an experience. And that law of attraction allows you to create the unique version of you. But understand that attraction, the other universal law that's very important to understand, and we speak of this very, very often, is polarity. The the, the law of polarity, vibrational flow, that polarity in your physical environment is ensuring that your vibration is not static, that you're not coming and just having a static experience. Notice that you are either striving and achieving and manifesting things that you like, or you're moving in the opposite direction and, and you are declining and, and you are manifesting things that, that you likely do not like, even if you're making peace with them. You are never just static. You're not here having a static experience. Your, your, your physical vehicle is maturing and aging and, and you are maturing into your environment. Your, your physical vehicle is essentially a filtration system to in which to experience your environment. And then you are going to begin the decline of your physical vehicle. Again, this is technology. This is your, this is the, 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 not the laws of the universe so much as the specific design of humanity in the earth environment and all beings in the earth environment, that there is a beginning, there's a middle and there's an end because there's an experience there. And notice again, you, all of your fiction, all of your things have the same flow a beginning, a middle, of, and an end. And anything that interests you is always going to have challenge added to it. Any story, any game, anything that, that you that draws your attention is going to be a reflection of your human journey. And the reason that we share all of this is, is not to send you off onto to some science fiction goose chase, if you will. We are sharing this with you so that you can gain greater understanding that your operating system was your own creation, vibrationally aligning with a set of circumstances in which to enter the earth environment, and then understanding that your eternal consciousness would largely be overshadowed by your ego. And in doing so, that ego would deliver to you a human journey. And that human journey would be created via your operating system, which you create from your reaction to everything that you're manifesting. Something happens, you react positively or negatively, and then the next thing, and then the next thing, and then the next thing, and then soon you have a full-blown operating system, a belief system, and that starts creating your human persona, and you move into adulthood, and you have fully matured operating systems, even prior to that, and your operating system is very much going to inform your point of attraction for your lives.
your life experience. You have complete control over that operating system. You do not have control over polarity. Polarity is, is going to take you through this, this up and down range of emotion, certainly. And that up and down range of emotion is, is going to express itself in different vibrational levels. So you're going to be attracting at different points of attraction. But you can absolutely change how you react to this vibrational flow. In doing so, you can change your life experience to be whatever you wish for it to be. Because you are the creator of your avatar. You are the creator of your reality. And, and, and we are here because of the summoning of humanity's readiness for this message, for this information. Uh, I've got chills. <laughs> that was really good because I've often wondered, you know, if, if we all are created from source and we come to the, here for an experience. And why are we not all guided towards the fact that we're source? And you just explained that beautifully and the fact that we're all here, we all create our own experience and we're all here for a different experience. So that was beautiful. But David and I were also talking about, you know, people do come into the, wor the world and they're judged and they're demonized because they're classed as evil. And it's, you know, we as a human race do judge um, and we're learning through the tire experience to, to release that judgment and just view it as every, everybody's experience. But would you be able to just give more source detail around how humanity and why humanity demonizes people who are classed as evil. We, we, we speak, you are naturally judgmental because you are naturally discerners of preference. You, you, you want your pots of gold and, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, we will point out that anything that you view in appreciation in your world is an expression of source, is an expression of that which we are. Think of the the, the, the labors of love that go into a delicious meal or a beautiful home or, or a beautiful car or a beautiful vista that, that you would travel to see, those are all expressions of source. And as human beings, you are all capable of experiencing any and all of those things that you desire to experience as part of your human journey. You may not experience all of them, but certainly the quest to experience the things that you appreciate gives you purpose in your life journey. But the things that you do not appreciate, your obstacles, those things that you place in your paths, in your lower vibrational flow, create the opportunity for you to expand. And that expansion of consciousness makes you a more sophisticated strand of consciousness, makes that what you call source more sophisticated. We become more sophisticated through the endless expressions and physical experiencing obstacles and creating new evolving, creating new technologies, if you will, creating solutions, moving into improvement because of that desire to experience the physical environment that you're in. So that is the whole purpose of, of, of the building blocks of any physical expression. And, and, and certainly that is your purpose of, of coming into humanity. So this idea that you, uh, of perfection you may have that as, a, as an ideal, but the more you make peace with the perfection of imperfection, the more joyful you're going to be because the, the, the dips and the spin outs 
And all of those things hold great creative inspiration for you. When you have that spin out and you, you see what is left in your lower vibrational field and you have the tools to work with it, understand that the, the idea of judgment and the idea of fear were something that humanity developed. And as you became sort of a mutation of your environment, if you will, as you stepped out of the food chain and you started creating technology that your animals are still not able to create, and, and you stepped into that space, that stepping out into higher intelligence actually served to expand humanity as the most intelligent beings in your environment, but it also served to separate you even more from your source connection. And that separation from source, again, provided more fuel for more inspiration and, and accelerated the evolutionary process. So you evolved out of the food chain where the other beings in your environment did not. And you evolved to being able to create transportation and communication and electricity and, 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 and food supply and shelter and all of these things. So there are, are, is contrast on all topics. The, the, the positive of that is that you've created all these things for comfort and expansion and travel and communication. The negative is that it separated you more and more and more. And in that separation, you had leaders that emerged, leaders that understood the energetic realm, who understood messages such as what David is sharing when he shares us. But the original one sharing the message was pure in their intent, or they wouldn't be receiving the message. It is the, 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 one, the beings around them that took and packaged that message and then added some other things to it some very human other things to it, meaning rules and judgment and fear and in utilizing your natural instinct toward fear and discerning preference and created more things for you to fear and created things for you to judge. Understanding that that fear and judgment was going to separate you even more from your source, take your creative power away from you and place you under their power, which was all rooted in their fear to begin with but it worked. Again, contrast on all topics, however, it worked so well that humanity placed itself in this, this period of social engineering, where you were told that the, the, the males of your species were supposed to be this way, and the females were supposed to be that way, and that you were supposed to get a certain type of education and work a certain type of, of job, and be a certain type of person and have a certain number of children. And all of these things that you were told created community, created an environment where you could come together and share knowledge and create new technology and expansion, certainly. But you move through that period and that, that utilization of fear and judgment became so profound that humanity sort of peaked at its usefulness of those tools and then began to tire of them began to question them. And in the questioning of them, you were also moving into a period where you were creating technology to be able to travel to other places, meet other people, and then the technology to be able to do that without leaving your space so that you can communicate globally whether you have transportation or not electronically. And in doing so, coming together and comparing notes, if you will, comparing stories, comparing beliefs, comparing notes, seeing common threads that served and seeing common threads that did not. 
And in doing so, you have created this great disruption that you have going on in your environment now. Your, your pandemic is an excellent example of that, of, of the splintering of humanity, if you will, because of the polarized environment, more and more questioning, more and more stepping out of the confines of every identity that has been humanly created, and they have all been created by humans. And then stepping out of that, moving into an, an idea of more freedom, more fluidity, more choice, more power of creation of your own experience, whether it is labeled law of attraction or spiritual or not. But that belief system, there's a common thread of that. But notice it's not across all of humanity. As more and more and more are, are, are moving in that direction of you create your own reality, that you can overcome anything, that you can achieve anything that you want to achieve, that you don't need anybody else or anything from anyone to be a, an abundant being, that belief system. But while that's going on, notice because of your polarized environment, you have a pull in the opposite direction that's going on as well. More fear, more polarity, more ego, more needing to be right, more needing to battle that which is, is, is opposite, more needing to label something as, as, as wrong or evil or demonic and battle that. That need to be right is always rooted in the lower vibrational ego space. You, your ego is polarized just like everything else. It's not necessarily a bad thing, but understand that your ego serves both purposes. It serves to drive you through your human journey. You're very polarized, very imperfect, always imperfect human journey, but it can also take over at times. When you are down in lower vibration, your ego is going strong and, and your ego can drive you toward believing that you're a superior being, which is actually rooted in fear. Because if you are a true superior being, which there are no superior beings, but if you were a true superior being, you would not need to be superior. There would be no need for that. There would be no need to think of yourself that way. Simply think of yourselves as worthy. But that lower egocentric vibration expresses itself in different ways. Again, it splinters once again. And you have, you have a, a very well-developed ego that is actually a false ego that is rooted in fear, i.e. superiority, always right. And you also have the inferior, the never right, always wrong, never worthy, not good enough, shouldn't be here. You see expressions of that. But understand when you move more and more and more into your true abundant nature, you release the need for any of that. You release that experience of allowing your ego to bat you all over the place when you're simply moving through lower vibrational flow. You can recognize it for what it is, appreciate it, and understand that as soon as you find appreciation for that lower vibrational period, that appreciation takes you right back up. Now apply that to every single topic in your life and in your world. Appreciation is detuning. Appreciation of the fear, appreciation of the judgment, appreciation of that which is demonized, appreciation of any being that you believe has wronged you. That takes their power away from you. They are no longer demonized. They are no longer evil. They are no longer wrong. It's simply an experience that was had and suddenly you feel freer. Start doing that systematically and notice how your life transforms. That is the message that we are sharing for all who are ready to receive it. 
I love that because you've literally just answered my next question <laughs> because I, I having gone through boot camp and graduated and gone through my first spin out and appreciated that spin out um I can see that but I know before I started um boot camp that would have been a really hard concept to understand How that, that is why the that is why the boot camp exists and and and, and we were asked a question very recently about the need for boot camp, and, and, and we were very, very clear that that no human being needs anything, that, that, that no human being needs, but the alignment with these teachings, the, the boot camp was, was created as sort of a laboratory, if you will, to teach these, these ideas to human beings and have you root it as your new operating system. So the, 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 the boot camp is available and open to all beings who simply allow their paths in. But we don't want to send a message that every single human being on planet Earth needs to be in, in tie a boot camp. This message could, could solve every single problem across, of all, across all humanity. However, your environment is not designed that way. You're not all on the same journey and, and one belief system does not work for all of humanity. All of this, 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 uh, this cornucopia, if you will, of belief systems that you have serves the purpose of expanding humanity because you have varying beliefs. But for those of you who are intrigued by these teachings, the, the, the boot camp journey is highly transformative because you immerse yourself in it for, for a long period of time and, and moving through that 12-week that, that period or whatever it ends up being transforms you because you you are disciplining yourself to keep returning to it and returning to it and returning to it until it becomes habitual. And once it becomes habitual, it becomes your natural state of being. You are just automatically operating with these, these tools because it becomes the new version of you. That's amazing. I mean, we, we come here for that contrast. So if everybody was doing the same thing, that contrast wouldn't be there and we wouldn't grow. So as we grow and we, we return sort of back to source, uh, so I would imagine like source is also growing and expanding. And then do we come back for another lesson after this lifetime? Well, understand that the, the in, in terms of a, a human consciousness, <clears throat> your concept of your human journey seems like you are projecting in and you're having this linear journey and you're returning to your completed state and then you are projecting into another mm -hmm. and for your purposes of making sense of all of this it's perfectly fine for you to think about it that way but what's really going on is that everything that exists beyond what you are perceiving as physical is consciousness yeah. and consciousness is eternal and that eternal consciousness essentially means that everything that has ever happened and everything that is ever going to happen is all happening at the same time. It's just thought, it's consciousness. And, and in your human mind, that is very difficult to comprehend because you are in a very opposite environment of that in terms of the way that you are experiencing something. This is so that you can have this linear experience where you are learning and growing and becoming more sophisticated. But what's expanding is the sophistication of consciousness which is the sophistication of source. And, and the endless expressions of that which we are in physical 
in each strand of consciousness is an expression of that which we are. And a strand of consciousness is, is powering every single creation there is infinitely. Yeah. And that's all happening at the same time. So your other experiences, even when you have recollections of other experiences, it's not really past or future. It's, it's all happening at the same time in consciousness. And you perhaps gain a little awareness of it. You get glimpses of this from time to time, because again, you're in the energetic realm, but you come to humanity and you learn to operate focused in 3D so that you can have your human journey. There's nothing wrong with that. It's how you're designed. But your mind does have some awareness a bit beyond that, because that is the wholeness of that which you are. But it's not truly an in and out, in and out, in and out situation. You have an eternal state of being, your completed state. And your completed state is all knowing and all seeing as, as we are, because it is part of us. But your expression of consciousness in physical you, you perceive it as an in and out scenario. And it, it, it's fine for you to perceive it that way because that's yeah. more within the realm of your comprehension. And that makes perfect sense. So as we go from 3D to 5D and that polarity is no longer an uncomfortable place and we appreciate it, right? How are we still growing? Because when you step into your appreciation of your vibrational flow, you are still in vibrational flow. So the growth is coming from the, the growth is actually coming even faster because of the appreciation awareness of the spin outs. They are more profound for you. There are more gifts offered readily. Notice humanity tends to experience the same negative thing over and over and over and over again. And, and very often you will hear someone say that the universe is sending them this one more time to teach them the lesson. Some don't even think that way. Some just experience the same thing throughout their entire lifespan. But the universe is never sending anything that you're not ordering up vibrationally via the law of attraction. The universe is not judging. So the universe is not saying we are going to send this one some good things and this one some bad things. Here, you get more of what you want and you get more of what you do not want. It's all based on the belief system, the human created avatar. And in your completed state, you understand very well that there's no wrong avatar, that the person that, that comes and has a difficult childhood and, and moves into drug abuse and, and lives their life addicted and in poverty has an expansive experience just as the one who comes and creates the iPhone or, or Tesla or something of that nature. It's an expansive experience that is not judged the same in the energetic realm as humanity judges. Yeah, and I think that's a really good comment because we put a lot of people who what we perceive as fame and success on a pedestal thinking their lives are perfect, but actually it isn't. You can have, if you live in appreciation with no money and no electronics or whatever, and you can be happier. And I think, yeah, releasing that judgment of people and comparing yourself is quite a freeing gift. The, 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 the wealthy, most beautiful, most successful, most famous around you are operating in vibrational flow. They are not curing their vibrational flow. They all have problems. And, 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 and very often when they have a problem, it's plastered all over the place and you're all very aware of it. They all yeah. have problems and, and, and they all experience separation from source. They all experience sadness. They all judge themselves at times for different reasons. They're all human beings. There's no such thing as a superhuman at all. 
there's absolutely no such thing as a superhuman. There's no such thing as, as, as a superior being. There, there is certainly humanity has an idea of what an ideal life experience is. And, and there's nothing wrong with having an ideal. We would guide you to find that inspiring. But if you're judging yourself against that and that's lowering your vibration, then you need to move away from the idea of the ideal because it is lowering your vibration instead of inspiring you. It's having exactly the opposite effect. Again, polarity. Mm. I love that. I love that because that's, that's really good advice. Um, well, no, no, notice that the people that are, are, are emotionally beating themselves up about something, that thing that they're beating themselves up about tends to not get solved. Yeah. When you find authentic appreciation for what is, the, the solving becomes a natural state of being for any, anything, anything. And very often you're creating scenarios for yourselves to learn to love the imperfect version of you. Because there's perfection and imperfection. You, you are here for the imperfection. And, 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 and think about how much of your self-judgment is a societal creation of what that ideal is supposed to be. But who is society to tell you what your ideal is? What if your ideal is simply being a joyous being? understanding that that's not sticking you in poverty and it's not sticking you in, in a stagnant point of being. There are so many beings that fear the idea of happiness for the sake of happiness because they believe if they have this happiness for the sake of happiness, they're no longer going to strive and they're going to stick themselves in some condition that is judged by others as not abundant. Mm. David did that for years. He, he, he didn't want to share our message or this aspect of him because he thought that he was going to be relegated to working in some metaphysical bookstore behind some beads with a crystal ball in front of him. That turned out not to be the case. His life is as fruitful and abundant financially and materially as ever. Doing something that he, he loves more than he could ever imagine every single day. So you, you, you all create the experience that you vibrate. You all create the experience rooted in your belief system. And that belief system is active in your subconscious mind. And it is difficult for you to reprogram that by design. Just think if you possess the capacity to rewrite your operating system, as often as Apple computers rewrites the code for your phone and wreaks havoc on all of your, your devices, Think of what that would do in your life if you could instantaneously dial up being a billionaire. Yeah. You see examples of this where, where people come into money or fame or, or some massive, what would be considered positive change overnight, and they don't know how to handle it. They're not vibrationally ready for it. They were ready for the manifestation, so it occurred, but they weren't really up to speed with it. They had not prepared themselves for it. So when it hit, it wreaked havoc on their being sometimes causes them to go in exactly the opposite direction. Sometimes they end up worse than they were before. So the, the idea of the, the process of creation, the universal process of creation is, is a brilliant process. And, and that is having a desire and allowing it to manifest as it will through vibrational flow. Understanding that the small things that you, you can appreciate in the moment can manifest instantaneously as anything can, but the big things 
the relationships, the businesses, the fortunes, the, 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 the path to a different physical state of being, those things tend to be journeys. And the reason they are journeys is because you want them so much, you are thinking about them often. And in your conscious thought about them, you are thinking about them through different levels of vibrational flow. So when your vibration is high, you're very positive and allowing of it. But when you dip down a little bit past that, then you start renegotiating. You go into the, how is that going to work? When is that going to happen? Things like that don't happen to me. And then it starts to slow up a little bit. And then you can go all the way down into low vibrational territory, completely beating yourselves up for even having the desire in the first place and have it completely vanish. But that process of creation, if you continue your belief and your desire and your belief, you will arrive at it. And you will arrive at a more sophisticated version of it because you've allowed the, the systematic creation and unraveling and creation and unraveling and creation and unraveling, which reveals the flaws and creates a stronger creation. It is David had the, the goal of, of, of publishing the Taya book within a year of publishing the stream book. We guided him not to rush it. We guided him to take his time. And as time went by, he came to understand that he needed the time in his laboratory, that which you call Taya Bootcamp, to flesh out and create with all of the co-creators that went through the program, a more perfect version of the practice. And now he's arrived at a version of the practice that he knows works very well for a large section of humanity. So now the book is, is more ready for the world than it would have been if it were rushed through in a year. Instead, it's going to take four or more. And when you take away the judgment of linear time, then you see the perfection of how long that book took to produce. It needed to be worked out with more than just, just what we are offering. It needed to be worked out in some real world human beings taught in different ways, absorbed in different ways, and expressed in different ways. And in doing so, it's a very different book than it would have been if it were put out within a year. This is trust. Sorry, I was just going to say, and it's trust in that process, isn't it? It's just knowing that it's not going to happen at this time for a particular reason, trusting that when you get it, you'll be in the right state and a, a right place to take it on board and appreciate it it's 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 all about allowing the the desire and the the, the ego driven desire to occur in high vibration and then allow the, the dips and the the spin outs and things like that of any creation to be a powerful fueler of a an even better version of a more evolved version of and this is true for any creation understanding that when it's fully matured and ready, it will completely manifest and it will be so much more, so much more than you ever imagined. And, and that is true for any creation. And that I is why that. your big creations tend to take longer. You are the one doing the creating. You are the one that are, is prolonging it. But vibrational flow, polarity is the governor of creation. Law of attraction is the process of creation, but it's always governed by polarity. That way you don't have massive company after massive company after massive company. Everyone on your planet is not a billionaire instantaneously because as soon as you arrive that, that would become the new poor. Mm. Think about it. If, if every being on your planet 
could manifest exactly what they wanted at every single moment, think of what your planet would be like. It would quickly become a wasteland of material production. And being a billionaire would no longer be enough. You would be sad in your five houses because someone else has 12. And judging yourself about it. And sometimes when we get those material things, we don't actually want them. Very often it's the, the, the disconnection from, from source that you believe will be soothed in the having of a, of a new shiny thing. And you arrive at it and it brings some joy, but the joy is always fleeting because then the thing ends up becoming a burden. And you believe you have to have that thing because it brought you a little bit of joy and it's the only joy that you have. So you have to have that thing. And then the clinging to it takes you away from joy. We guide you to allow all of your manifestations, all of them to flow in and out with you vibrationally, understanding that, that, that anything that, that slips through your fingers, even health, relationships, money, businesses, homes, cars, whatever it is, anything that slips away, you possess the power to manifest yet again. Simply enjoy every single thing that you're experiencing for the experience in the moment as opposed to needing to grapple it and hold on to it because you somehow believe that that's something you have to hang on to forever. There, there is no forever in your physical world. Everything is, is, is going to diminish. The only thing that you're going to hold on to eternally is your deep, authentic appreciation of. Even the concept of love, <clears throat> even the concept of love has been peppered in with humanity to this idea that you have to manifest it and hold it forever, unconditionally, and that you need certain things for, from the ones that you love, but you do not. You do not. Think of love in terms of deep understanding and appreciation as is in the moment for the experience, not needing to hold on to it, not needing it to last forever, not needing it to complete you or feed you or do any of those things. We guide you to think in terms of that appreciation. Appreciation is a powerful emotion. It detunes transgressors. It, it, it aligns you with others that feel the same way. It delivers magical experiences. Appreciation is, is underappreciated in your world. That's just made me feel really emotional. I appreciate that. Thank you. We have shared quite a bit. In fact, you, you in this interaction, you, you have manifested yet another masterclass of humanity with deep gratitude and love. That is all we have. Welcome back. Wow, Emery. Oh, I just want to cry. That was beautiful. Thank you. Had you. Some, you had some really good questions from stream. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly just blew my mind. It was... Yeah, I absolutely love the whole, it was, it was a really good and easy concept to understand when it was explaining humanity in the form of a video game. Brilliant. It's just so easy to understand in that format. So yeah, oh, just so much gorgeous stuff. I, and I, lo I love the concept, and I know this came out, the concept of, of we are creating technology that is of the technology that created us and continues to. Yeah. 
and it, there would there would have been a time that if, if somebody said, oh, you're a robot, oh, that sounds so kooky, you know, but we are obviously designed. Yeah. We're obviously designed. I mean, look, look at anatomy. Gosh, we're so designed. Our environment is so designed. It's so interesting how everything interacts and plays together and creates. And what it creates is expansion, abundance. Exactly. It's, and it's a natural state of being. Even when destruction comes through, we come back better than before, more evolved. Absolutely. And I always kind of think of my brain as my body's computer. And they know so little about the brain, you know, and how it functions. There's still so much more to learn. So, yeah. I can't wait to come back in about 200 years and find out where we are then. <laughs> <laughs> See if this tire thing's still around. Who knows? <laughs> oh, Marie, thank so. you so much for your amazing questions and you're, you're just uh, agreeing to be here. Uh, I appreciate you so much. And I really, really enjoy working with you and expanded. And, and you did such a great job in boot camp. and uh, continue to use the tools and, and show the world how, uh, how you're, you're navigating your own life with them. So just a lot of gratitude to you. And to you, thank you. Hi, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you like what we shared here today, and if it inspired you to think differently, even for just a moment, I have something that you're absolutely going to love. It's a full 90 minute masterclass where I've condensed all the knowledge that I've acquired throughout the years after writing two books and helping hundreds of people change their lives. Take the action steps that I share in this masterclass the only place that I share this is in these masterclasses, aside from my Taya Bootcamp program. And if you know our teachings, you know that we're not about rainbows and fairy dust. We are about extreme ownership, claiming the power to transmute anything in your life to something positive, claiming the power to create your life exactly the way that you dream of it. So everything that you're going to learn in the masterclass is something that you can take and apply in your life as soon as you're done watching. So just go to the streamofdavidmasterclass.com and register and take this 90-minute masterclass. It will transform your life. Again, that is the streamofdavidmasterclass.com. Again, if you enjoyed this episode, you are absolutely going to love this masterclass. Thank you again. I'll see you in class.